Hey everyone, thanks for joining me for another episode of Simply Authentic. My name is Jen Stickney and I created this podcast as a way to share tips, thoughts, ideas, and methods on creating a life full of prosperity. Today I have a special guest with me, my husband, Ben Stickney. He was actually just down in my office and we were talking about his day and I thought, what a great opportunity to pick his brain. He is one of those people I've mentioned before on how he is extremely skilled at somehow dealing with stressful situations and yet walking away from it all even with, with a smile on his face. And that is not something that I am very skilled at doing things kind of get under my skin and they stay there for a while but he has this unique ability and even is recognized at his his company where he works as somebody that can handle these very high stress situations so i would love to pick his brain and i thought it would be fun to kind of see how he does this on a regular day-to-day basis in such a high stress environment so why don't you ben if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and i know you can't share obviously a whole lot of detail on stuff that you're working on but if you could tell us a little bit about what you do and and why maybe you're you know what the type of work you do so that we can understand how like the type of stress that you're dealing with sure um so i work for a technology consulting company and it's really around business process and business integration consulting that we operate inside um, we work a lot in the life sciences industry. So the my clients that I work with are usually um, very rapid, very fast-moving companies that are in a growth sector, and, and they're usually looking at transforming their business from a research and development-type firm into a <clears throat> um, commercialization uh, business. So they have a product or a test or something that they're commercializing. And, and what I do is, is I am, I'm technical in nature, so I work with business people and, and I work with technology people, and I'm technical in nature. But my role is, is uh, I lead a team of technical people that operationalize business process. So we work with teams to um, execute on new business process for companies that are new to the process. So we operationalize business process. That's basically a a direct uh, explanation of what we do. Um, My role is I'm one of the leads. uh, So I have a team that works under me and then I'm client facing. I, I work with our clients on what their expectations are and what their business goals are and then we apply the technology and the process to achieve the business requirements yeah does that make sense yeah and so in doing what you do there's a lot of stress as far as timelines go and you deal with live servers or production environments so if something happens or something goes down i don't know a whole lot about what you do in specifics but i do know that there's a lot of you know, fires per se that you're putting out all the time or trying to help people through or can you, I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really there's, there's, there's two, two sides of this pain. One of them is for some clients, we already have things running in a production, what we call a production run state. So that's the company is commercialized and they have a product on the market and that we are now, we as in, in the client, the team I work with are, helping their day-to-day operations run. So they have a product and it's and it's moving through the industry. And um, usually the timelines around that are around growth. Because once you, once you take a company and you commercialize, 
Now the clock's ticking. Now you need to make money. Now you have investors. Now people are looking to have turnaround. You're out, you're no longer research. You you have goals. Your business has to produce. Um, so what we do is is we work with the business to ensure that they're growing, they're meeting their goals. So the pressure is on us to have agility in the technology and the processes that we put in place to ensure that the business can move with the market as quickly as possible. So that's one side of it. The other side really has to do with during that transformation process, when a business is coming out of researching and commercializing their product, the timelines associated with that are not driven by the business. They're driven by um, a lot around once they go public, they're, they're driven by the market. And then they're driven by the FDA because the FDA often is involved with a life sciences industry, a company that's commercializing something. The FDA is going to say, yep, you can go. And once that word go comes in, it is a race to get out the door. Okay. So a lot of our timelines are pushed by that. So we don't, we don't have the flexibility of the business saying, well, that's okay, you missed it. We'll, we'll restructure. There, there sometimes isn't a restructure. You have to hit the deadline. Yeah, so you have a lot of kind of hot seat situations where you're always dealing with these tight deadlines sometimes, or maybe, I don't know, often unrealistic deadlines that you just you don't have a choice, but you've got to get your team in there and you guys have to come yeah, up with a solution. absolutely. But, and I've noticed when you do this, though, if that were me... I would somehow be internalizing all of this frustration and the stress, and it would be tearing me apart. And I know there are other people, you know, I'm sure at your company too, that would be doing the same thing I would. So what makes you different? How is it that you can handle so much stress? Because I know you are under a lot of stress all the time. You're, I've seen your calendar. It's packed all day, every day, sometimes six, seven days a week. So how do you, how do you somehow disconnect from all this stress? Um, there's a, there's, there's things that I do inside my head. There's conversations I have with myself that help me personally do this, but really it starts at your organization. It starts at how you structure your team. And, and I look at, I'm a leader to my team. I want to make sure that I serve them. I I'm there for their existence. I'm there for their success. So part of what I do is, is when I shoulder a lot of the responsibility and a lot of the pressure. I try to make sure that my team understands that, yes, there is pressure to get this done. I want to make sure that they have a clear runway, a clear path, and that they're not thinking about the deadline. They're thinking about what they have to achieve. So my role is to ensure that they have road for success. So if that means that I have to line up other resources or I have to line up different technology stacks or different, um, diff just different resources in general. I want to make sure that my team has clear path. Okay, that's that's my main objective. The other thing I like to make sure that that I do when I'm consulting is I'm transparent with my client. Okay, I encourage them to be transparent with us. the The first step that I have with any client is establishing trust. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I what I'm gonna do, and I want you to tell me what you need me to do, and we're gonna share each other's goals and objectives. Ultimately, the, the main goal is the business success. I'm not successful unless my client is successful. So I'm transparent. I establish trust. The situation is going to be what the situation is going to be. Uh, we're all working towards the same goals. And ultimately, I think 
um, as long as there is trust and there's transparency between myself and my client, that we can have realistic conversations. That minimizes a lot of the stress immediately because now it's established that no one's in it to do harm. There is no, there's no do, it's do no harm. We're all, yeah. we're all working towards the same thing. And you've set the expectations so they're not expecting something of you that you can't provide. Right. Um, so we've all agreed on the timelines. This is the project. These are the goals. This is what we're working towards. And we're transparent about it. So now when there are things that come up in the project, there always are, you know, there's whatever the case, something that's going to delay a project, something that's going to throw a timeline off. You have the conversation. It's, it's better to have the conversation as soon as possible to discuss, here's the roadblock. Here are our options. How do we want to proceed? What is the best way that we can proceed and minimize the impact and the risk? More often than not, the sooner you have the conversation, the sooner you can get to a realistic resolution. And that also helps to minimize a great amount of stress because oftentimes what I've seen is people internalize that. They, they run into a roadblock and then like, oh no, I got I to gotta make this happen for my team. I got to be there for them. I got to solve this by myself. And one of the biggest things that, we, that I tell my team all the time is, you are not on an island. You are not alone. So when there are expectations or, or when there are um, what I would call fraudulent expectations or, or expectations you set in your head that aren't realistic to the timeline or the project, that means you need to have a conversation with your peers. You need to have a conversation with your project manager. You have to look outside of yourself and say, this is what I've seen, this is what I'm running into, how do we get around this and how do we move this forward? And that's where additional conversations stem with the client, with the rest of your project team, and that's where you guys come together as a team to solve the problem. That reduces a huge amount of stress because it puts the pressure on the team for success and it removes your, your isolation in your mind. It removes the, um, the expectation that you have to solve this. You're never alone. You're, you're part of a team. You're part of a bigger challenge. Um, I, I, I think those in tandem, when you put all those together on, on a project team, you have a better established mindset. It's a healthier mindset going into a project. So you know that it's a, it's a high-risk project. There's a lot of timeline restrictions around it. But you're in it as a team and you have a trust with a client that's going to understand when things aren't what they're supposed to be or, or when you run into challenges. That helps to minimize a great deal of pressure. Does it minimize all of it? No, not by any means. There's still a high degree of stress, but knowing that you can have these conversations and knowing that you can talk through the problems with the team, with the client, it, it reduces a great amount of stress. And you, I'm able to walk away smiling because I know, yeah, it was a rough day. Yeah, a lot went wrong. But it's okay. We landed in a good spot. We're going to get to the finish line. Finish line might not be exactly what we wanted it to be, but we're gonna make we're gonna make the deadline. We're gonna make it work for the business. The business needs to move forward, and that's the ultimate goal all the time. So it sounds like the key to a lot of this is building trust, not working in isolation, and having great communication. So that helps you with the the stress of the the timelines and dealing with all of these things that just kind of happen. You know, nobody plans for outages. Nobody plans for we did an upgrade and something didn't work right or whatever. 
You know, nobody can plan for that kind of stuff. All you can do is react and respond and take care of it. So what do you do? It's just kind of something I was thinking about while you were talking. You now have this, a different mindset too in when you don't meet, like how, I'm trying to think of how I want to describe this. You don't feel the same disappointment that I would by still missing these goals, even though you have this open communication with the customer, you've changed their expectations. How do you not internalize that disappointment, that let down, that knowing that you are now further behind than you were supposed to be? Or because for me, if I miss a deadline, even though the client knows about it, I still internalize that. I still feel you know, anxiety over that. And you know, you've, you've kind of felt this as we're, you know, as you allow me to vent and talk about my day, but for you, it's so much different. You literally are disconnected from that emotion of feeling the anxiety around that deadline that you were dealing with. I, I wish I could say I feel that way all the time, but it, it's, it's not all the time. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and, and for me, uh, a, a, lot, a lot of it goes back to my mindset. So this goes back to conversations you and I have had about how we, how we challenge ourselves internally and how we really um, look at our emotions and look at uh, how we react to situations. And obviously, I, I have a long history of, of not great reactions versus great reactions. And, and what I've challenged myself to do, especially in the last year, is when I reach a point of of discomfort or or anxiety or disappointment because I've missed timelines or I've or something has happened, I I force myself to step out of it. I'm so much aware of what I'm feeling these days um, that I, I want to make sure that I'm reacting appropriately to the situation. And and when I do miss those timelines, especially when I miss a timeline for a client, and it's a big timeline. That's a big disappointment for me. But I have to look at it as, one, I'm part of a team, okay? I didn't miss the timeline. We missed the timeline. I, I take myself out of it. It's never just me. It's always we. Even if it's just me on the project, if I'm doing something for a client, it's, it's the client and me and myself. So we missed something. It's an opportunity. The opportunity is, what did we miss and how could we have done it better? And how do, we, how do we reach our goal now? Because we still need to hit our goal. So it's not just about, yeah, we missed it. Yeah, you missed it. And, and you can, you can kind of focus on that in a way that allows you to move forward and learn from it and grow from it. And, and a lot of that I've noticed is how you think about the situation, how you view the situation. And sometimes it's hard to when you're... You know, in projects that I'm working on alone, it's a lot harder for me to get to that point because then it's all on me. Then I know I've missed the deadline and I have to explain why I missed the deadline. But it's still something where we've established the relationship. We've established trust. We have transparency in it. And I can openly say, this is what happened. This is, this is what I ran into. And, and one of the things that I find that a lot of consultants struggle with or a lot of people struggle with is when they take on a project Internally, they feel they're expected to know the answers. They know how it's going to get there. And, and I, I tell all the people that I work with now and, and people that work under me and, and teams that I work on, you're not paid to know the answer. You're paid to find the answer. 
You're paid to research, analyze, and develop a solution based on that information you've gathered. That's what consulting is, and that's, that's what I do. I don't know everything. Google knows everything. I don't know everything. But, but what I strive to do is make sure that I have a relationship where I can not know everything, still deliver on what I promise, on what the contracts are and what the details are. I still get to that place, but I make sure that from a mindset, it's, it's healthy, it's direct, it's transparent, it's trustworthy. Um, and I'm not expected to know the answer. And I don't have to know the answer. But I do have to help my client be successful. And that's what I strive for. And that's kind of the mindset I have to go into. And I have to remind myself of that every time. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts. And I hope that this was helpful and provided some insight to others that deal with high-stress situations. This will be my last podcast for this month. Or, yeah, for this year, actually. I won't be back until January, so... Thank you, Ben, for joining us for our final podcast of the year. My pleasure. <laughs> I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I hope you are spending time with your family. I'm taking time off for the rest of this month and, and through New Year's to spend some extra time with my family as well. So thank you again for listening. Your feedback is always appreciated. If you want to reach out to me, you can do that through anchor.fm. Uh, there's a place where you can leave a voice message for me, or you can also find my contact form at simplyyesmarketing.com. So once again, everybody, thanks for listening and have a wonderful holiday.